Welcome everyone to the Meds by Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everwell Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices to market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. My name is Maripili and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, operations, numbers, and helping you grow and take your Medspa to the next level. This is the Medspa Solar Podcast, Season 2. Hey, I'm excited to have you here with us again. Yes, yeah, so we're glad to be back. It's always fun being here with you <laughs> <laughs> we live in the same place <laughs> but no I, I actually do enjoy having the conversations and um i promise we're gonna try to keep this episode we're gonna try our best yes uh under 20 minutes let's do it yeah so uh today's episode i really want to talk uh a little bit more about this um question about what comes first the chicken or the egg and well i think the chicken now really <laughs> You think the chicken comes first? No, I don't know. <laughs> and, and that's what I mean. Like, this is such a rhetoric question. And I feel like people don't know exactly what to, what's the, the actual answer. And I feel like there's none. And so I've been really having, um, I've been having these conversations with people lately about should they invest, like when, when it comes to investing in their business and really growing it, should they invest in how it looks, the machines, the service, or in advertising and marketing? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What, sh- what comes first? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely a tough question. And uh, I think for every business owner, the, the, question, the answer is a little bit different, exactly. right? Because I feel like mm-hmm. it just really depends. So if you are a new business and you are just starting off, um, then I would say the first thing is that you have to take all those things into consideration when it comes to you putting your budget together, right? You know, I I feel like uh, from the clients that we've worked with in the past and the conversations that we've had and had with potential potential clients, you know, it's something that kind of just comes a lot where like they maybe bought a machine or they invested very heavily into their space, into the services that they offer, but they didn't Mm -hmm. really take patient acquisition into consideration right you know and so they're kind of stuck in this place where well hey i just put in all this money into these machines Mm -hmm. or these services but or inventory and now they're kind of left in the place where like they don't have anything left over for marketing and advertising so that those are actually some of the conversations i'm having and they are in different places of their business some people are barely starting so i feel like it is good for them to understand that marketing and advertising can take their business to the next place so i feel like you always have to you know take it into consideration Mm-hmm. whether you're investing a little bit or more heavily. Because when you are investing in some of these machines, we know that cool sculpting, M-Sculpt, CryoSkin, like all of these come at a highly cost. And so you do have to have um, a patient acquisition system. Mm-hmm. So whether that machine is costing you like 100000 you need to consider how much are you going to be spending to bring in people. Because yeah. if not, it wouldn't really make sense. Yeah. And so I think the first thing that you really have to like consider is being really realistic. You know, and I, I feel like everybody kind of falls into this trap when they're first starting a business. I know when I first started my, mm-hmm. first, you know, my, my business, we thought we were going to be rich. We're like, oh, yeah, we started magazines was back in like, gosh, 20, oh, you know, 2011. I think for me, it was like 
2010 when mm-hmm. I first started my the uh, my first business, which which was a local magazine. And we thought, man, we're going to sell all these advertising spots and we're going to be rich and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it didn't didn't quite go down like that. And um, I think when we first start a business and we, we kind of lack having a, a realistic view, you know, just being realistic when it comes to like how much is it going to cost to acquire a patient, yes. right? And so, and I feel like a lot of the times we're not even really trained to answer that question because, you know, we think that like, okay, um, I'm just maybe I might, you know, 10 grand on advertising, that's on your business plan, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're going to spend 20 grand on marketing or whatever. But one of the other things that you really have to like dive into the numbers is realistically, how much is it going to cost you to acquire a new patient, right? And so I feel like, you know, we talk about reverse engineering growth all the time and the numbers that you need to, you know, keep in mind for your business. So you just like with the numbers and if and guys and for everybody that's listening, like you can honestly go check out some of the previous episodes where we talk about these numbers so you can get a sense of what the average costs are. Mm-hmm. And you can even start like using those numbers for your business plan, which I think is like a really big missed opportunity because you know, you, you got to understand that you are spending, you know, six figures on these machines and you and then you have to really know like, OK, well, if my cost of acquisition, let's just say it's a thousand dollars and then my and then my average sell value is four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, then now I know that, like, realistically, I can spend, let's just say five thousand dollars a month on advertising. Well, that means that I might get, you know let's just say four to five clients, right, per month, you know how much money that's going to yield. And then you can actually start doing the math and kind of working backwards to know when you're going to be profitable in your business, right? Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing right now is that a lot of people just don't even ask themselves that question, right? They don't know how much it's going to cost them to acquire a new patient. They don't know what their average sell value is. So it's really hard when, when you don't have these numbers together, it's really hard to be realistic and like man i'm gonna invest a quarter of a million dollars into this business whether it's in machines in the building like furniture staffing like you know software like all those things but and then really making sure that you have the budget necessary to get the return that you want right and Mm -hmm. and also being realistic in in how how fast you're going to get that return. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the things, like if you're new in your business, if you're starting off, you're in the process of putting that plan together, don't neglect asking yourself the question of, okay, well, in realistically speaking, how, like what is, and you always want to plan worst case scenario, like worst case scenario, cost of acquisition, let's just say $1,500. Obviously if it's only 500, well then you, you just, you know, you increased it by, you know, three times, which is amazing. But you're planning for that worst case scenario. Right. right? And you got to make sure that you have the budget necessary, you know, to to pre- I mean, I best basically just be prepared for that. Yeah. Um, the other question, you know, and maybe I have this, you know, this is for you and we can kind of riff off this is like, what about for like the people that already did invest? And I think you've been having these conversations. These are mm-hmm. people that are already invested. I think we just brought on a new client. Right. We just brought on a new client where his situation was that he already invested in a new business mm-hmm. um they've invested in you know the the location the furniture they invested in the machines and they got best in class machines best in class you know and all uh, of them. yeah everything and all of them and so it was a large a very large investment yeah 
and they're kind of low on funds now, right? Yeah. And so, like, like what do you do? What do you? Yeah. yeah, like I understand where they're coming from because it is a tough. They are in a tough spot. But the thing is, like, okay, well, you are at a point where you are you already invested all of this money, mm-hmm. but you're not getting people to come in and actually buy it. So what can you do? Mm-hmm. You know, like if should should this be like a point in in your business where you're like, okay, well. This is going to take another bit of investment, which I know might may mean like another loan or something, but there there has to be some sort of action that needs to be taken. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, in our program, we do have several um, packages, right, depending on, on where people are at in their business. So my recommendation at that moment was like, okay, let's use as much organic reach as you can mm-hmm. for the beginning, but w- there needs to be some sort of strategy in there so that you can keep on growing. Mm-hmm. And so I think that at that point, um, and it, it is also really hard because there are so many other marketing companies out there, right? Yeah. But making sure that you find somewhere where you feel comfortable, where you feel like, okay, this is where my money is going to be best spent. And they have good strategies to move forward with what I currently have, but with a short-term plan and a long-term plan in place. For sure. So right now, like our short-term plan is like, let's do as much organic reach as we can so we can use all of these resources. But at the same time, the long-term plan is that we understand exactly those numbers that you were talking about for them. So Mm -hmm. we can know like, hey, if the goal for them is to get to a million at the end of the year or in two years, then what does that look like investment wise? For sure. And and I mean, unfortunately, like they came to us at, at a point where they had already invested all of this. But my recommendation to anybody that's kind of thinking about it is you have to put it as part of your budget, mm-hmm. right? Like this machine is costing me this much plus the patient acquisition side of it, whether that be like a Google, Facebook, marketing company, whatever that looks like. So going back to that original question of the chicken or the egg, it's like, there's never really an answer. My thing would be, it's kind of always both. Like you just have to take it into consideration. You cannot have it as an afterthought, like, oh, maybe later I'll do it if it doesn't work out. Yeah, and, and, you know, obviously being in business, it it involves, you know, that there's risk in everything that you do, right? And so part of it is like if you already exhausted your funds into these machines and the location, et cetera, then, you know, you might have to just be okay with taking that additional risk of, taking out another known or putting it on a credit Mm -hmm. card, right? Where you can, you know, really bank on, okay, I'm going to invest this money and hopefully here in the next 30, 60 days, I get a return off of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Now um, I will kind of say, and and maybe present like a plan for the people that are in a situation where they just can't, you know what I mean? Like, and so I think, I think we kind of come across like two different scenarios. Like one scenario is where maybe a doctor already has their practice. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 do they practice X Y Z medicine already. So they mm-hmm. have our. The nice thing about that situation is that you already have a client base. Yeah. Right. And so you have a database of patients, and then those people end up opening up a medical aesthetic practice as to as kind of adjacent to their current business. And right. so the nice thing about that is that you already have people that you can pull from. Yeah. You know, and know you like yeah. you and trust you. Yeah, know you like you and trust you. And so if you're not leveraging that to help you uh, 
get revenue, which mm-hmm. then therefore you can reinvest back into your business. And then at that point, actually invest in marketing and advertising, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, that's what you need to be doing, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and, and so this is where I think part of what we do for our clients is like the reactivation campaigns this is what patient gem does where like we will grab that database and we'll start, you know, marketing to them. Right. right. And so really trying and now that's like, you know, a di- like certain um, internal internal marketing that you can be doing. But then also, like, are you putting out flyers? Are you putting out, you know, like banners in your current location already promoting that? And even when people come into your practice, are you verbally telling them the things that you are doing so that therefore you can build interest and then potentially get those people to come and work with you as well? Um, you know, on this other side of the business. So that's right. for the people that like, you know, maybe you're a doctor, you would have a database and you can leverage that mm-hmm. uh, for the people. Yeah, no, I was going to say like that, that those are exactly like the strategies that we we're talking about where it's mm-hmm. like, uh, what can we do for like organic growth? Like something yeah. where that it's not very costly and that they could already do. For sure. And we, we actually uh, do have a, an episode coming up on, you know, three things that you can do with like to advertise and market without any money. For sure. Yeah, well, and then, and yeah, so definitely stay tuned for that, right? And then I think for the other scenario, which is like, if you are, you know, maybe you're not a, maybe you're just a, a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're uh, a nurse uh, or just an esthetician, and you are opening up your own business from scratch, then obviously you're going to benefit from already coming in mind that you need to be allocating money towards acquisition. Right. But if you currently don't have funds and you're kind of, you know, want to take things slow and kind of build up to it, then, you know, well, for sure, stay tuned to the next episodes. But uh, I would say just, I mean, some quick things. It's just like leveraging your network, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously most people have a social media page. Like, you know, even on your personal social media page, like you could easily go on there and literally just start telling your friends and family members of mm-hmm. this new venture that you have going on. Right. And a lot of those people will be very supportive. And obviously you're doing something that has a lot of appeal and interest. So I'm very confident that you can get people just from that avenue alone and kind of building it from word of mouth, getting that revenue in, but really, you know, coming in with the mind of, cause I feel like a lot of people fall into this trap of like, okay, I made some money. I'm going to buy another machine. <laughs> And then they kind of like they get sold on these machines and they always want to have the newest and, you know, latest thing. And it's like, dude, no, like. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like it comes from like they want to stand out from the competition because there are so many other practices that are coming up with the same technologies and everything. And they just feel like if I bring in more and like the biggest, newest service, like that's the way that I'm going to stand out. But at the end of the day, I feel like, I mean, if you're in a place to do that financially, then, hey, go, yeah, yeah. go for it. But, it. but it might also be worth thinking about, like, how can you grow what you currently have, mm-hmm. right? And knowing that that's not the only way of standing out from the competition, right? Yeah. Like uh, service and like customer service and your experience is also key to, to making that amazing offer and really standing out. But... Um, you don't have to have all of the technologies. You can niche down into something and that be like the one thing that you're amazing at. Yeah, the one thing you're amazing at, the one thing that you're known for and you kind of go in deep on that. And I mean, I know know in the past we've spoken to, you know, businesses that were just just injectables and that was it. Like that was their entire business and they were great at it and 
their revenue was really, really good, you know, yeah. uh, they, you know, they just did a lot of it. And so a lot of the times, and I, you know, one of our mentors has told us this before, it's like, you know, like keep, you know, you don't have to kind of like reinvent the wheel. It's like when, when something works, just do continue to do more of it versus like trying to add a whole new service to your pipeline, because then that creates all this complexity, additional complexity into your business. Right. And it becomes very difficult. It just adds all this strain and drag to your business where it's like a lot of the times if you want to grow your business, you want more revenue. It's like continue to do more of the same thing versus like trying to just add a whole new other service. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I mean, I, I would say like definitely leverage your network, you know, do your organic social media marketing and all that stuff. Those are things that mm -hmm. anybody can do and you can start acquiring um uh, revenue through there but as soon as you can as soon as you have the funds available then yeah. obviously you want to reinvest those into your business yeah. asap yeah because i mean the the, the good thing about doing some uh, in-market um, strategies is that obviously it doesn't really take that much money mm -hmm. um it's just like the effort and time doing it mm -hmm. but it's not something that's that predictable yeah and so we know that with patient acquisition it is a lot more predictable. You can actually do those, like get those numbers, reverse engineer your growth. So it is something to take into consideration whenever you want to bring in another service, are barely starting, um, or even if you've been in business for a really long time, like there are all these new. <laughs> That's Roxy. <laughs> she really wants some food. Um, there are all these things that. You just need to take into consideration, right? Mm -hmm. And so, that at the end of the day, that is my recommendation. Uh, after talking to to a lot of um, people that are in different uh, stages of this like business journey, it all came down to that. Like, you do need to have patient acquisition. I mean, you, you've told us this story yourself, right? Like, trying to go knock it, uh, people's doors and like getting those cool leads. Like, it's so bad right like, yeah i mean it's, it's just it's not bad. a great situation to be in you know <laughs> yes and we understand that like these machines have to be paid off and so in order to do that you need to have a strategy in place and so i don't know i feel like i'm just going in circles now but at the end of the day that's the big recommendation take it into consideration whenever you're doing something yes all right guys <laughs> well thanks so much for tuning thank, in thank you for coming to this episode um uh, it was really cool so stay tuned for uh our upcoming episodes definitely those three things that you can do for your business with zero money in advertising so you can keep growing it and if you like this type of episode and this video give it a, give us a like i'll see you in our facebook group and in the next episode see you guys bye, -bye. bye.